Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about what is holding you back. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Embarking on the journey of personal and professional development requires a deep and honest reflection on the factors that may be holding us back, and they're holding us back from realizing our true potential. Identifying these barriers is the first step toward overcoming them, paving the way for growth, fulfillment, and success. In this exploration, we will dive into three common hurdles, fear of failure, the comfort of the familiar, and the grasp of procrastination, because your girl knows that one. And with a positive perspective, discover how they can be transformed into a catalyst for personal and professional empowerment. Join me as we navigate these challenges and chart a course toward a more vibrant and purposeful life. So number one is fear of failure. Embrace the possibility of failure as a stepping stepping stone to success. By confronting and overcoming the fear, you can truly unlock your full potential. In episode 64, I talk about exploring fear in business, and I dive into fear of failure among fear of other things in great detail, so you should definitely tune into that one if you haven't yet. Remember that every setback is a setup for a remarkable comeback. Talk about cliché. I'm going to repeat that one. Remember that every setback is a setup for a remarkable comeback. Affirm to yourself, I am resilient and each challenge I face is an opportunity for growth. I will learn and thrive through every experience. I want to talk about fear of failure from a personal standpoint and with some examples. Let's start with an example. As a podcaster, the fear of producing content that might not resonate with an audience or the fear of not gaining enough listenership could be paralyzing. Embrace this fear by viewing each episode as an opportunity to learn and improve. Affirm to yourself that every episode is a chance for growth. My unique voice adds value, and with each recording, I become a more skilled and engaged podcaster. I hop on this podcast every single week to show up for you, my listeners, but that doesn't mean that I don't experience fear of failure. I don't know how many people are going to tune into each episode. I don't know if you guys are taking tangibles tangible, actionable takeaways from these episodes. I assume you are because I I feel like the content's there, but I still have that underlying fear at times that maybe I'm not giving you enough, that maybe it's not actionable enough, that maybe these are just words on paper that mean nothing. Even stepping into today's recordings, because I do oftentimes try to batch my content when I have a quiet house and my dogs aren't going crazy and my kid is accounted for. So here I am recording a couple extra episodes today. But with that, I even said to my husband before I hit record, like, 
I feel like maybe I need to pivot a little bit more and speak a little bit more from my heart. I've been trying different formatting. I'm trying to share all this information, but I don't want to make it too personal in some regards because I know that my scenario is very unique. But I do also want to make that connection and that build that rapport with you as a listener. So I have that fear that maybe I'm giving too much personal information. Maybe I'm not giving enough. So even in this exact moment, I'm fearful. I also have an episode talking about imposter syndrome. And in that episode, I delve into a lot of times how I feel with imposter syndrome and the fears that encompass that. So that's also another great episode. Both of these episodes, Exploring Fear in Business and Imposter Syndrome, will be linked in the show notes for you to easily access. The second thing that I want to dive into is comfort zones. So what is holding you back? Maybe it's fear of failure. Maybe it's fear of something else. Again, episode 64 goes into all things fear. But the second thing today is our comfort zones. Step boldly outside of your comfort zone. It's in the realm of uncertainty and discomfort that you discover your true capabilities. Embrace the challenges for they are the seeds of growth and your journey beyond the familiar is a testament to your resilience and strength. Repeat to yourself the affirmation that I welcome the unknown for it is where I find my greatest strengths. Every step I take beyond my comfort zone propels me towards a more fulfilling life. Comfort zones are a crazy thing, especially me as a homebody who just loves to be with my puppos, my husband, and my kid. But comfort zones are there to be challenged and to be pushed and to be moved and to move us. As an entrepreneur, you may have established routines and strategies that brought initial success to your business. However, remaining exclusively within your comfort zone might limit your business's potential for innovation and growth. One of the challenges might be exploring new markets or business ventures. To overcome this challenge, consider exploring new markets, products, or business ventures. This could involve expanding your product or service offerings, entering new geographic regions, or exploring partnerships with other businesses. By venturing into the unknown, you not only diversify your business, but also position yourself as an adaptable and forward-thinking entrepreneur. I have faced this time and time again in my life. As a photographer, what kickstarted my entrepreneurial journey, I would show up and do what I was good at. I would do what I was comfortable at, and I would do it very well. But then I wanted to increase my pricing. I wanted to increase my offerings. And so I had to step outside of my comfort zone. I had to do more. I had to be better. And it was a learning curve. Like, for instance, one thing, early on was that I wanted to sell prints. I generally am a shoot and share photographer, meaning that I photograph your event and then I share the digitals. I don't hold back. I don't limit how many pictures I send you. It's not like any package has X amount of photos. I share all of them um, within reason to dive into that a little bit more. Obviously, I pick and choose which images I share, but I'm not saying, oh, your package only had 300. You have to buy up to get the additional 200 images. It's just shoot and share. Pretty simple. But I did want to start offering and sending prints to my clients, whether it's as a thank you or for them to purchase a la carte. But I wasn't super familiar with 
that side of photography. I wasn't sure about the specs and what I needed to do and how I need to do it. And so I had to step outside my comfort zone to be able to make that happen because it was unknown territory. It was a new venture for me. But it pays back in dividends because people do want to come back to their photographer to order prints, to buy products and do those sort of things. And so by offering that, I'm able to basically not leave that money on the table for the client, right? I'm able to get more. And so that's one small example of stepping outside of the comfort zone. Another one is just doing new things, whether you are used to photographing quinceañeras and you want to switch and start doing weddings, like taking that skill set and practicing it and applying it, whether you want to add new offerings to your wedding planning business, whether you're a service-based business that you want to add in one-on-one coaching or mentoring or whatever, 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 try it, do it. Don't let yourself hold you back just because you want to stay in your comfort zone. The third thing I want to talk about is procrastination. Oh, this is a big one for me. I am super good at time management. I am really good at staying on top of things. I get stuff done. But procrastination kills me. We want to break free from the chains of procrastination. Each task completed is a victory, a stride towards your goals. Celebrate small wins and acknowledge your progress with each step you build momentum. And before you know it, you are killing it. It's so important that we don't let procrastination hold us back. And that's something that's huge for me, especially when I'm studying Or let's just say even the podcast, when I have to do research, I generally let like procrastination kick in and I wait until the last minute. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, I have not missed any major deadlines or really screwed myself over with procrastination, but I've come very, very close. An example of this is as an entrepreneur, the demands of your time are constant and varied. Procrastination can become a significant hurdle, delaying crucial decisions and impeding the progress of your business. So you want to implement time management strategies. That's that's what I'm challenging you to do here. To combat procrastination, adopt effective time management strategies, break down larger tasks into smaller ones that are more manageable steps with clear deadlines, utilize productivity tools and set realistic goals, regularly assessing your priorities to ensure you are focusing on tasks that contribute most to your business's success. By mastering your time, you are not only boosting productivity, but also creating a proactive and result-oriented work environment. And if you're anything like me, if you sit down to knock out that project that you would normally be procrastinating on, you'll actually find a lot of motivation and it'll kick on your senses of ambition and drive and determination. And then you can take that, finish that project and continue to propel yourself forward because you've got the energy, you've got the mojo, you're doing it. If you're anything like me, (laughs) because that's what happens to me is I will put something on the back burner. And then when I finally get around to it and I end up doing it, it's usually 10 times easier than I anticipated because the suspense of procrastinating, it made me think it was like this huge whale that I couldn't handle. And then all of a sudden I'm feeling on top of the world And I can use that energy to propel myself forward, to work on more content, to build out graphics, whatever the case is, maybe even just cleaning my closet, right? So you can kill it that way. So this is so, so important. So those 
are kind of the big things for me. And the journey of self-discovery and personal growth, acknowledging and overcoming obstacles is key. The fear of failure, the comfort of familiarity, and the procrastination that holds us back are not insurmountable barriers, but rather opportunities for transformation. Embracing challenges as stepping stones, venturing beyond your comfort zone with courage and breaking free from chains of procrastination. Affirm to yourself daily that I am resilient, I welcome growth and I celebrate my progress. Remember the path to your fullest potential is marked by perseverance and self-belief. As you navigate these challenges, you pave the way for a more empowered and fulfilling life. Now, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to happen overnight. But as long as you acknowledge what is holding you back, I believe that you can overcome it, propelling yourself forward. Guys, until next time, keep on diving in.